Malcolm Forbes once said that failure is success if we learn from it. Tune in twice each month to The Shelley Show as co-host marketers Shelley Iverson and Nate Ebert interview successful business owners who share their failing forward marketing strategies and learn how to master digital marketing, Google Ads, and SEO. Let's go to work. And this is Nate. And together we are The Shelly Show. And as always, we are brought to you by Shelly Social Media, here for all of your social marketing needs. And so today we're uh, talking with Cosmos Scafe again. So, Cos, welcome back to The Shelly Show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me again. Yeah, not a problem at all. We're, you know, we uh, we first talked to you at, oh, man, I'm my my memory i think back in august shelly correct me if i'm wrong august september around then yeah it was it was quite a while ago yeah right right around august or september mm-hmm. yeah yeah almost a different world so yeah. we just wanted to you know check back in with you see how everything's going um see how you were able to kind of handle covid now that we're um i know we're not out of it yet <laughs> but we're right but we're no. we're at least at the end light no, at the end of the we're tunnel not out i think of it yet. Yeah. So I know I've got one shot at least. So, yeah. So, so Kaz, how has the last year been for you? How, how is everything going for you? Well, let's see. So we last talked, um, you know, August, September, and then we went into the, into the winter months. We're hanging in there. Definitely appreciate some of the programs that our government put in place for us small businesses and, Really appreciate some of the nice things that Dane County did, Dane by Local mm-hmm. has done to help us small businesses and with grants and the SBA, the Small Business Association has been very supportive. And of course, we're a WIBIC business, Wisconsin Women Business Initiative Coalition. There's yeah. been a lot of support to keep us in business. And we would not be here if it was not for some of those programs that we did qualify for. So I'm okay. I'm forever grateful for those things, but we are hanging it. We're hanging on and feeling hopeful as we're rounding the corner of this. We actually are starting to see some people start to come back and they haven't been in for a year. They'll come back and they'll say, we were vaccinated and this is our first place that we've come to eat. And it's been very, very humbling. How, how happy I'm going to start crying. How happy people are. They're like, you made it. We were so worried about you. And it's just been so amazing how we, I had no idea how many people were rooting us on here in the Monona area. So it's just been, yeah, it's, it's just been so amazing to see people be happy about that. We're still here. We still are running our COVID hours. We're not open the full hours that we had before COVID and Mm -hmm. we still aren't at those kind of sales levels that we were at before COVID. And obviously it's just going to be too hard to, you know, to be able to pay for staffing to really open up yet. So we Mm -hmm. are still on our limited hours that definitely are switching some things up. We still are doing our fruit bouquets, which has been, um, it's just been amazing. We really got hit hard for Valentine's day and we pulled it off pretty darn amazing. It was our record record fruit bouquet month in February. Thank you everyone in the Madison area that sent chocolate dip strawberries to, you know, everyone, we had a lot of fun and it was crazy. 
And that was, yeah, that was pretty awesome. And now we're about to have Easter. Mother's Day is the biggest holiday of the year. So we'll see what that, what that holds for us. So that's really been saving us. And we've been shipping a lot of product. We have a new website with a shopping cart on it. And so you can go Mm -hmm. online and ship. And we are shipping cookies, lots of cookies, shipping. um, I think in December, I shipped so many cookies, I had to shut the shipping part down off the website because I couldn't keep up. One day I had to bring 60 packages to the post office. I couldn't, I had to go twice because I couldn't even carry that many. So that was awesome. And we are hoping to be shipping our cinnamon rolls in the next few weeks. It will come as a dough that you bake off. And it was really, it was kind of hard trying to figure out how are we going to do this and keep the quality good because we don't put preservatives in our cinnamon rolls. So to ship mm-hmm. the cinnamon roll already baked off, by the time you get it in the mail, two, three days could have passed. And really after one day, the cinnamon roll isn't as amazing as they are mm. if you walk in the store. And I just had to really think like, how can I have it be amazing? Why? I mean, I don't want to ship something subpar and I don't want to put preservatives and stuff. So we will be shipping the frozen dough and having instructions and then shipping the cinnamon rolls and all the little accompaniments that go with it and hope to have a little YouTube or a little like video on our website. So you can like look on the website and watch like how get some extra instructions so that you can learn to be a baker. And so we hope that that's going to go over really well and we'll have our flavored themed cinnamon rolls that we'll be shipping. We hope that it will be rolling out in the next few weeks. And we've also shipping cakes out and that it is harder to ship stuff than I thought. I wish I could have like made a phone call and just said, Hey, someone, Tell me how to do this and tell me what products to buy. And but that person doesn't exist. And so, well, I, I guess they do now, but I might have to charge someone if you ask me those questions because it was a lot of work. But um, I found <laughs> not charging I found a networking a nice, fee. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you want to know how to ship stuff? I'll tell you. But it, um, but I found the nicest company out of Grafton, Wisconsin, and the CEO because you know I'm doing my search on finding packaging. I'm like, Oh, here's a company right here in Grafton, Wisconsin. So I messaged them uh, interested in some of their packaging and the CEO came to visit me. He drove all the way up. And, and um, so my husband and I drove down there earlier this week and saved a lot of shipping costs. And we drove a whole pallet of shipping materials that are up here and we are ready to ship cakes. We've done our test runs with their packaging and everything stayed frozen we shipped something for four days and when it showed up it was like it, the cake survived so we're really excited that that survived the cinnamon rolls are the next test we're testing that out and hopefully mm-hmm. that's going to survive and we have just had to pivot our business when people are not coming in because of COVID. how are we still going to stay in business and how are we still going to have customers and really um, it's what you do, Shelly. It's you go online and you figure it out. How can I find the customers online? That's, that's right. That's exactly that's what, what you did. Yeah. So that's oh, what excellent. we did. And and I know Shelly will probably give me lots of great pointers to <laughs> keep me knowing what I'm doing. <laughs> but there we go. Shipping, 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 and and uh. 
but there's, we have to buy new equipment. So there's been costs with this, you know, I have to buy another freezer and all the mm -hmm. packaging. When you, when you buy in bulk, you have to buy, I mean, we had to put a pallet up here. So there's costs involved and it's a gamble, but I'm feeling confident it will pay off. So yeah, there's, there's risk when you pivot. That's the business thing of it. You're spending money and is it going to mm -hmm. work? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I've, al I've always heard you got to spend money to make money. I'm not a business owner, so correct me if I'm wrong. But <laughs> it sounds like, I, I mean, you pivoted in about five different directions. And that's, you know, a lot of it had to deal with delivery and just kind of making sure that you could do what you could, really. So, yeah. you know, I, I am curious, though, kind of way back at the start, you mentioned that there were some programs that really kind of helped you out. And I'm just kind of curious what programs that you really, you know, tapped into, whether it was through the government, or I know that you were a part of another business bureau, what were some things that you really tapped into that maybe our listeners could kind of maybe didn't even know were there? I would say the number one program that I am with would be WIBIC, Wisconsin Women Business Initiative Coalition, and it's not just for women. I do know that when they started um, like doing the grant, like paperwork for the grants and stuff, they were not taking on new clients. So you would have to have been an existing client to have really benefit from what was going on. But definitely anyone who's listening and is thinking about opening a business, I would definitely look into Wibbick. They're amazing. They don't just have offices in Madison. I know there's an office in Milwaukee and there's two other areas in the state of Wisconsin where they have offices. So really your listeners anywhere in the state of Wisconsin should be able to find a branch that you can work with. They have classes. They help you work on your business plans. They actually help you. I had to go to, I called it the, um, the shark tank. Like when you go for your funding, you know, you have to go down and there's like, 20, 30 bankers all sitting around a table in a suit and you're in front of the shark tank, you know, pitching your thing to, are they going to, you know, grant you a loan and Wibbic loans and especially like a bakery coffee mm -hmm. shop, those are high risk loans. So not every bank wants to take that loan. So we are a Wibbic business and they are mm -hmm. a nonprofit funded through the state of Wisconsin. Thank you okay. taxpayers of Wisconsin. And they are, partnered up with the SBA, which is a small business association. And so everything that I knew about all the programs that were out there, I was getting all my information through Wibic. They were really staying, mm -hmm. um, staying in contact with us. We would have, you know, semi-weekly Zoom meetings. I took some different classes through SBA through them, which were all paid for. So I didn't have to pay class fees and to really work on like redoing your business plan and redoing all that. And then there was the two rounds of the PPP loan, which is the paycheck protection program. And the only mm -hmm. way you can qualify for that is you did have, from what I understand, you had to have employees and I had to work with my accountant and get payroll information over to the accountants at Wibic. And then from there, those funds came through the government, but they were like the middleman. And I know a lot of people had to go through banks and I had heard, especially the first round that the banks were so overwhelmed. And the fact that I was with Wibic, which isn't a giant bank, they have mm -hmm. a smaller clientele. They were really able to help process us and get us through the program. And I had working relationship with the different, you know, like with on who is the Wibic um, accountant there I, I've known him for years. He's actually our first, he was, he ordered the first cake at Rosie's before we opened. So he's my first customer. 
So I was able to go to him and because they're, I'm already a lone client with them. They have so much of my information. So that helped a lot. It was, um, stressful would be an understatement going through this mm-hmm. as you know, okay, these bills are coming and this is, you know, payroll. And there's days when you didn't even do a hundred dollars in sales and you're like, this doesn't pay the bills. How are we going to do this? And I do appreciate that the programs were out there that they felt instead of paying everybody, all this unemployment, if we can keep these businesses going, it's pretty much the same amount as, you know, either pay, pay, you know, lay everybody off and everyone's on unemployment with the government or let's they ran these paycheck protection programs, which was basically Mm -hmm. paying the wages of our staff and keeping them working. And obviously when you have a day where you didn't even make a hundred dollars in sales, but yet you kept everyone on the payroll so that they could earn wages. That's what that PPP program, the paycheck protection program was. So they basically Mm -hmm. helped fund it, our payroll so that we could keep our staff employed so that they weren't going on the unemployment, um, on, you know, going on unemployment. So there was the formula that was based on how much that you, how much you qualified for based on all this, payroll stuff. And then you have to, then you don't just automatically get it. You have to use the funds correctly. And mm-hmm. then that's where like accountants are looking at numbers. And I'm glad I don't, I'm not, I'm not an accountant. I bet you they all <laughs> were really stressed out this year, but then, you know, they can decide like, did we earn forgiveness? Did you pay? Can you prove that this money paid wages? And so that does take a lot of stress off of a small business is that those programs were there to help pay the wages and anybody like if you had luckily knock on wood, no one at Rosie's ever tested positive for COVID. Thank God. But Mm -hmm. if someone was around someone and they hadn't come back to work, we're like, don't come in. And there were programs that we were able to confidently not have an employee come in and the government was subsidizing the quarantine. So a lot of people, I mean, the neighbor got it and the day, you know, whatever, like, you know what, let's have you not come in. And there's a lot of that going on. So everyone was able to still make their wages and, we were able to be responsible by not saying, you know, by saying, you know what, don't come in. We, until you're tested or until, you know, make sure you don't have symptoms. And mm-hmm. that I feel Dane County has done a great job. Kudos to Dane County. They had a website I could call and get, um, have questions answered or not a website, like a hotline. But they also had the website and a health inspector had called me, gave me her number if we needed, you know, had any questions. They, we were sent manuals. We were constantly updated about everything that's going on in Dane County. So mm-hmm. kudos to Dane County. I think they did a nice job keeping us business owners informed on what's going on, you know, because when this probably when we were talking last, it was zero percent. Nobody could come in and dine in. Everything had mm-hmm. to be carry out. And right, right. now it's 50 percent. We're at about 30% just because of how our layout is. We haven't brought in the other tables because we feel that someone standing at the register would be too close to the table. 
So we're yeah. only at about 30% at Rumsey's, but it's working out because so many people are still really used to, you know, the carry out. But yeah, kudos to Dane County, keeping us informed on what's going on, what the rules are. Uh, I never felt, I never felt that I was bullied or anything by Dane County over any right. of this. Cause I know it's a very, it's a controversial topic, you know, wear a mask, don't wear a mask things, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, these are the rules. If you have a problem with some of the rules that like, I'm not you like, you need to go to your elected officials, not to me. And yeah. we had really nice customers. So we didn't have any sort of drama going on with that. And I feel, you know, Dane County kept us informed and, Everyone who lives, who are our customers, really helped by following all the rules and really not um, causing us extra added stresses over wearing the mask or not wearing the mask. So we just, you mm-hmm. know, wear wear our mask. But definitely, it's been it's been an interesting year. That's for sure. Did I answer all yeah, the questions right? I, I think so. <laughs> I think you about covered those and some other ones I was going to ask. <laughs> That's awesome, though. I, I, I think, um, speaking of Dane County, I think my wife let me know oh, either yesterday or today that Dane, was, Dane County itself was getting recognized across the U.S. as like a place that had its stuff together like really well for this pandemic. And so I, I think that kind of mirrors like, you know, I always, whenever I'm grocery shopping or anything, like I always see people wearing masks. In fact, if you see one without one person without, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, wait, what? Like, really? <laughs> right. So I, I, you know, shout out to Dane County. Like everybody's kind of banded together around here. Like I've been really impressed with, you know, the, what the government's been doing. I've been I'm really impressed with what the stores have been doing and just what the people have been doing. Like they recognize the seriousness of it and in a way kind of banded together. So I've been really impressed. I wish I, I, I wish Dane County could have just done it for the whole state because when mm-hmm. they did that, I don't I might not. So something was going on and then something went to the state Supreme court and yeah. then and that's when the Dane County rules kicked in. So here's, you know, not to like, not to beat up on our governor, but obviously people knew where my email address was because, and I was, I was really in the dark until that, that um, ruling came down with the state Supreme Court. And then Dane County kicked in under some other laws. Immediately, I felt like the communication was open. I was being sent emails before Dane County took over. I didn't know what was going on. And I don't, I'm, I'm disappointed with how they handled it at a state level as, as far as keeping us informed, but Dane County. Yeah. If Dane County was running this for the whole state, I think it would have been really awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll probably yeah. get some heat for that, but yeah. Oh, Dane I County. I'm really excited <laughs> that they're going to get recognized on a national level. Kudos mm-hmm. to Dane County. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say I was um, I was in Florida this past weekend. Uh, we tested negative. So, you know, we we tried to stay as safe as possible and left and right. People were just no mask. And it's, you know, when you see it from the leadership, I'm not trying to get too political here. But when you see it from the leadership, I mean, that's what you do. And I, I've, I've been really impressed with the leadership in, our, in and around Dane County, like we've been saying. And, you know, they're they're practicing what they preach. And I've been really appreciative of that. So I have yeah. a fun mayor story. 
So we okay. we got a grant. We got a grant through I Okay, I believe it was the city of Madison, the Economic Development Corporation, and I can't remember. There were different rules that that we had to do. But anyway, I it came in January and I obviously January ooh, was really slow. It was cold and nobody, mm-hmm. I mean, it was like, if you're going to go out of business, this is the month it's going to happen. And Dane County or, or Madison, I think, I think this was just city of Madison because we actually, even though people think we're Monona, our address is city of Madison, Madison helped out their small businesses. And I was so overwhelmed with emotion and how much I was helped out that I said, you know, I would like to send a thank you letter. And the person who I was corresponding said, well, here's who you can send it to. And um, the person who I sent it to copied it and gave it to Mayor um, Sacha. Sacha sent me a handwritten personal letter telling me how much she appreciated that I wrote the economic development committee, a letter thanking them for thinking of us for this, you know, extra help. And I was so blown away that the mayor of the city of Madison wrote me a personal handwritten card. That was really cool. Wow. Yeah, it so, is really, that is really cool. Yeah. So <laughs> I gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta say nice things about, about that. Good. Yeah. Sounds like you've gotten a lot of support and a lot of help. It sounds like the community really has um, gathered and rallied together for you and your business. That yeah. is awesome. And we never did mention for our listeners that we're talking about Rosie's Coffee Bar and Bakery. Um, so we wanted to make sure that we got that in there for you guys because <laughs> we never, ever did say that. <laughs> Not once. So. Got ahead of ourselves there. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. they can oh, check man. out our new our new website that got developed during all this. That was the big pivot yeah. was um, a new website. Shelly, did you see a lot of people going, doing a lot of more on social media because of COVID? Yeah, we we really made a lot of um, a lot of progress in 2020. We um, and through the COVID because we're digital marketing. So a lot of businesses right. came to us. Yeah. And we've. We've got and, and we've grown quite a bit. We we've added more people to our team, and and um, we have more people that work for us as well as we have um, probably about double the clientele as we did in in uh, 2019. So that's a lot. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I mean, there will as negative as COVID is, and my and my brother actually, I have a special needs brother. He almost died from mm-hmm. it. So. I mean, it's very, nothing super, I mean, but there are positive things in like within it and definitely like the pivots and like just changing how we do business. And I think that there will be some things that will forever be changed because of COVID. And Mm -hmm. I think there's some, some good things that are out there that will be forever be changed. And I hope that when this is all over, that all these restaurants are, you know, that we're going to we're going to all survive and it's going to be okay. I know there's, I don't have all the information. It's called the restaurant revitalization act. And they're going to announce what is included in that in the end of April. So um, Congress, and I, I believe I heard that Biden had signed it and I don't know what's in it, but I'm hearing that we're going to find out details. And I do believe because the restaurant 
the restaurant industry was the hospitality industry was the hardest hit industry in the United States, that they are, our government is going to focus on our industry to really try and revitalize it and bring it back. And I don't know if people realize that the hospitality industry is the number two employer next to the federal government. And it was the hardest hit industry. Yeah. Completely believe that. I, I completely understand that too. I know, um, another industry that got hit pretty hard, at least at the beginning, I know they kind of re- rebounded, but uh, we talked with someone who runs a hair salon and my wife's a hairstylist and Ooh. that industry, they're always not included in the vaccine stuff, even though they have to work frontline. Right. And so we, yeah, we've, we, uh, we've been waiting. We got ours a little bit early, but Dev was just like, you know what, honestly, I've been doing this for months now, working three feet from people. Like this is a protection for myself. It's a protection for others, but Mm -hmm. I can definitely see how hospitality like that one, especially is just so has been so impacted by this virus. And you know, it's, it's good to see that people are recognizing that and it's rebounding. Yeah. 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 Yep. Well, um, unfortunately, I think we're about at time here, but cause, you know, thank you so much for joining us again and sharing just kind of how you've really worked to get through this year. I think, you know, networking and pivoting, you've got that down to such a fine degree. Like I, I, I've definitely no, learned, like, you know, you learned some things from you sharing that. So, you know, thank yeah. you so much for joining us again. It's been really great catching up with you. And I'm glad that, you know, you guys were able to really survive through this thing. Yes. Thank Thank you you. so much. Thank you so much, Kaz. And everybody, make sure that you stop by Rosie's Coffee Bar and Bakery over in Monona. um, And make sure to check out their website at rosiescoffeebarandbakery.com. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kaz. Thank you.